need this book. That, that, that was a disturbing picture. Um. Chapter 4, Episode 7. We're so happy to have you here. In case you didn't know, and you probably don't, because this is your first time listening to it. Yes, I'm talking to you, Kevin. I know you. Kevin, the Raconteur Collection is a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time. Hosted by two brothers. Two, you could say, lifelong brothers. Two guys. (laughs) Two guys. My man. And the Racketeer Collection is very much that. It's a storytelling collection. It's topics that interest us, interest the very dear listeners that we have. And today, man, we have a good one today. This is actually our first fan-voted topic. Woohoo! The golden age of... Yeah, I know. It's exciting. And I'll tell you more about that in a second. But this is all Sorry, about... Sorry, I was clapping for too long. <laughs> this is all about... The golden age of YouTube, or really the subtitle to this episode is the early internet days. Because while Jack and I were there for some of the early YouTube stuff, we did miss it. Like we, you know, our generation, if we were a couple years older, we would have hit that right at the start, but we didn't. We were, you know, two young pups in the world, so to say. But before... All of that. Before anything, we got to check in. We got to be true to who we are. We got to be true, Jack. So, okay. Jack, tell me truthfully. Yes. How has your week been? You know what? <laughs> um, not a bad week, actually. Um, you yeah. know, kind of, I took it easy. Uh, besides work, obviously, I worked. Uh, worked a bit later. Thursday night, I stayed about an hour, an hour and a half to kind of help the guys out because it was a busy week. Uh, you know, leading up to the fourth, it's going to be super busy. So, you know, just trying to help I out where imagine. I can. Oh, yeah. It's it's kind of crazy sometimes. And while I do think beer sells a lot, I also got to think, I can't imagine how much soda sells during holidays like this. You know, like, if, if you think Pop. people drink a lot of beer or, you know... People drink a lot of soda. Like, you also get a 30 case of beer, all right, you know? But then you see those people pull up the car, and they have, like, eight, 12 packs of Dr. Pepper. And you're like... Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we got a little pack of the mini soda cans, which a couple years ago, I'd have been like, who's who, who buys this? Who buys the mini cans? I took a sip, and I was like, ooh, that is, that is sweet. You know, I don't... I yeah. didn't, as long as you don't realize how 
sweet it actually is until you take a break from it for a long time. So I didn't even finish it. I like took a, two sips and I was like, Ellie, do you want this? She took two sips and I ended up dumping it out. So, um, but yeah, week's been good. Uh, you know, taking it easy. Other than that, I wish it wasn't so hot. Charlie, how about your week? Yeah, it's it's been too hot, man. I, you know, and it's funny because it's not it's not so much the heat, but more so I would say the humidity that kills me when you walk mm. outside and you feel like you're in an oven and it's just like the heat and the humidity is pressing on you. Yeah, you start feeling it's sticky. Horrible. It's horrible. Like why? Why? You know. But you know, I totally agree about the the soda or the pop thing. Um, I, yeah, like I mainly just drink like LaCroix now and stuff like that. If I do mm-hmm. drink anything else or coffee, you know, but, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like I remember one time got months ago, I had like a Sprite and I was like, oh man, I remember Sprites being so refreshing. And I took a sip and I was like, this is so sweet. It's like, just, you could taste the sugar, like their flavor is there, but it's more just like a sweetness. Yeah, it's like so, I, I want the man, flavor like, that I remember, not that sweetness. And so, yeah, I actually tried Dr. Pepper Zero, which is just Dr. Pepper with zero sugars. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. artificial sweeteners in there, but I was like, I could drink this more often than like a regular oh, yeah. Dr. Pepper because it's 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 just a lot. It's a lot, and a lot of people are like, I mean, yeah, got- we, like of course it is. It's <laughs> just it's just a you know an observation. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, for a while there, I had like a diet coke kick. I drink Diet Coke all the time. I remember that. But, it, but man, and Diet Coke is so good. I have to, gotta say, it's it's amazing. But I think a lot of the artificial sweeteners started to just like upset my stomach, and so I just stopped drinking it because I couldn't. Just started to feel like bloated and gross all the time, and I was like, I'm gonna stop drinking this. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you know, uh, on my end, things have been good. Uh, pretty, I would say average week um still got the copies of my book out there eagerly foaming at the bit i would say no i'm just kidding eagerly anticipating you know hearing mm-hmm. back from people and about that and you know um, who my you spare are time yeah we know who you are i'm looking at you right now <laughs> um you know i it's funny i've been taking a break from my daily writing and trying to get some more trying to build up the active habit of reading again because I do a lot of audiobooks, a lot of podcasts and so but like not a lot of just straight up reading. So I've been doing some more of that and that's been good. You know, kind of getting that exercising that muscle again. But I got to say we got the uh D&D group back together nice. this last Friday um and kind of decided on a new direction, new campaign. And it's funny during that meeting I I was like, guys, I I love being a DM, but I really want to be a player. Like, I haven't been a player in a long time, not since probably like college, really. And so it would be really fun to play again. Isn't that when most people and are players? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, Michael and Lily, the you know, two of our patrons, two of our guests, you could say. No, you would say that because they were our guests. They were like, oh, well, you know, we can host a we can host a story, and you can build a character. And I'm like, great. A couple days pass. You know, I make a new Discord for mm-hmm. our 
dis- I don't know why I said that's so weird. A Discord. Discord. <laughs> I need to make a new Discord for a group, you know. Um, and then I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know what I start doing? I start just being a DM again and I, I build out this whole lore and this whole history for a new campaign setting. And here I am okay. over here starting to get all excited about it because I'm like, man, this is a really cool idea. I love this. <laughs> and I just can't, even though I really want to be a player, it's hard to get rid of that like DM world building kind of bug that I have. Yeah. And so, you know, I know we have some feedback to get into and some stuff like that. But, Jack, if you would give me a moment, I would like to just tell everybody what I came up with, you know, share it here. Get it out. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So the whole idea and the, with the way that our last campaign ended, there is this idea that the real world you know, was at one time put to sleep into the sleeping realm. And are the characters of the last adventure actually woke the world back up into the waking world again? Mm. But through some circumstance, through some great conflict, the world fell apart and fell back into the sleeping realms again. And so I was, you know, thinking of that as the starting line, I was like, well, what can I do? And so I'm like, well, why don't you just, base this whole world and this whole idea off the idea of the sleeping realms. And so this was heavily inspired by uh, one of my old roommates. He came up with this fantastic idea called archipelago, which is just this like isolated place, this isolated space and almost imagine these like isolated islands, but instead of an ocean, you have what is known as the fabric of the sleeping realm, kind of this ever shifting tide of abstract landscape, abstract cities that kind of like creeps up and corrodes upon the shards of reality that are still there. Right. Okay. Okay. And so then I was like, well, you know, we got to give the world a history. And so then I came up with this group of people who, you know, cause in the sleeping realm, you know, people are still born and die. It's, the sleeping realm is, for all intents and purposes, real. It's just not the natural state of the world. Yeah. So within these early explorers, there is these this group of very talented individuals, and they call themselves the architects of Hypnos. And they started weaving these threads of reality between kind of the disparate shard, broken shards of the waking world and linking together these isolated islands or pockets amongst the sleeping realm. They were the first to create like this eternal, the great dreaming city of fade and, you know, build and construct things from the very fabric of the sleeping realm, which is thought to be impossible. You know what I mean? And so that was kind of, that's just a very general overview. I'm not going to waste too much more time, but that's just a very general overview of kind of that world I came up with. And interesting, man, I got to say, I, I don't know what it is, but I love doing stuff like that. Like that stuff is so fun to do. Just come up with these ideas and these worlds and. You know, I got to wonder, man, I'm not the only person like this. There's tons of other people out in the world who think like I do. And oh, yeah. How many like how many ideas, interesting concepts just stay in the very small local space of somebody's friend group or stay within their own head? Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy when you think about it, you know. So, uh, you know, forgive my. uh little tangent there but i just wanted to explain that kind of explain a little bit more about myself and you know the things i like to do 
So, uh, you know, Jack, if you want to yes. go ahead and read our little message that we got from Jack Henry, some feedback about the Raconteur collection, and then I'll go into okay. some of the changes we've been making as far as posting on social media and our Patreon and stuff like that. Yes, yes. So, so yeah, this, this feedback is from uh, a friend that Jack Henry sent the podcast to. It was the Spirit Away podcast, the one he was on. So, you know, there's a bit of a connection there. Anyways, <clears throat> here's some feedback from a friend on the Spirited Away episode. Obviously, this is just a stylistic opinion from them, so don't take it personally. We will. Uh, so so here's, <laughs> here's, here's what the friend said. I think the audio quality is really good. And I like both of their voices a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Let me let me stop you right there. Uh, no. I Sorry, it interrupts, but um, <sighs> we've gotten that feedback from a lot of people. How they're like, man, the audio quality is so good. Guys, listeners, ladies, friends. Sorry, I won't use any gender specific, but friends. That is all due to Jack. Jack is the one who got me set up with my audio stuff, gave me a microphone. And we've gotten a lot of feedback. They're like, oh, man, we think you guys are recording. It's, it's funny because we I'm going to say right now <laughs> is that I think the audio could be better. And like, I'm not satisfied with it half the time. No, but... me too. Yeah. So I'm so glad that, you know, it doesn't bother people. Like, like I'm us not like and... as. I like to think of myself as kind of like a sound guy, but I'm not really, but I'm just very picky when it comes to it. And so, you know, I'll be like, oh, there's a little here at like 50 minutes in and I'm like, yep. this is yep. not acceptable. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to it. Not sure if any of, if I have any concrete things that I'd want you to pass along to them, other than maybe there could be some tightening up of the editing at points in terms of cutting out extraneous things. I think most of the critique I might make would be wrapped up in more of the overall style and aim of the cast, which is mostly not uh, just not to say I'm not sure it's my thing. They're clearly going for more of a hangout vibe, and I think they're mostly achieving that, but it's just not my thing, if that makes sense. Like the opening bit where Charlie asks how everyone is doing, talking about video games, etc. I can see that for people looking for a hangout vibe that could be the draw, but it felt a little extraneous to me. So hmm. that was that feedback we got. And I do want to say, right off the gate, I get that. There's a few times where I think we might tangent a bit too long. But mm-hmm. I do also believe that the Raconteur Collection is a hangout vibe much more than, you know, beat by beat by beat. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I think where the, pod- the podcast shines through more so, for me personally, is just uh, Charlie and I's personality how we interact with each other yeah. and those tangents that we go on because there aren't a lot of podcasts that go on those tangents that like, like what we do. And so I think it adds a bit of charm, but I do think there probably have been times where the tangents are a bit much. So I do understand that. Mm-hmm. So Chai, yeah. what, what are your, what are your thoughts? No, I, I mean, first of all, feedback like that is always great. I mean, yes, yes. God, I, I can't imagine like doing something and, not wanting feedback i know there are all those people that are like i made this and it's perfect but i have never been perfect. like that and i got and i love the feedback i mean i have a book out there that people are reading and hopefully tearing apart right now because you know ultimately and like jack said like we started this podcast because this is something that we wanted to do and we wanted to share but the podcast is meant to be listened to and is meant to be critiqued and people can offer their opinions and so like even if we say you know we are going for more of the hangout vibe and if that's not your thing totally fine i get it 
there are some things that I wouldn't say, you know, I don't want to change. But that being said, I mean, without, you know, feedback like that, we would never know. And so, like, always appreciate it. Always want to hear stuff like that because, you know, ultimately, all the dear, dear listeners out there. Sorry, Why'd you get, get so close? To the close. Mic? Yeah, you got real close there. <laughs> uh, it's all for you. And it's all for you to be a part and be a part of the friend group. And, you know, I want, I, I think the goal for me, Jack, is I want this podcast to feel like you're sitting in a room. Jack and I are right there. You're sitting down with your, you know, relaxation of choice if it's if it's a beer if it's you know your tea whatever it is you know nice mix video games video games you know whatever it is like we're just here hanging out with you and this is just the just the vibe we're going for and so while i do agree you know we could especially once we dive into like the heart of an episode keep those tangents to a minimum but i'll toss it i'll toss it right back everyone out there what do you think i mean yeah. Do you think the tangent should be shortened? Do should, should we keep the tangents locked and kind of that intro? Hey, how was your week? Intro, outro, you know. kind of. Right. So yeah, because it could totally it could be that pro-pack. as we, yeah, as we kind of develop the podcast more, because we're still constantly doing that. We do we develop it more. I do think intros and outros, uh, intros. You know, I like how they are now. Outros, I think, could be more of the you know. The more hangout we're going for and the central topic is all this tangenty because I know that sometimes we do go on those tangents and right. I, it does depend on the topic as well. But, yeah, you know, I so I think it just, you know, like I, I sent Jack a message back saying, screw you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I sent him a uh, message back saying, Never listen thank again. you for that. I really appreciate <laughs> you like sharing it around. Yeah, um, definitely. And that, you know, there might be some things that are Patreon exclusive or ex- like Patreon early and then free for everyone else uh, that we kind of branch out into that could be more specific. You never know. So mm-hmm. if you guys ever have any ideas or anything, of course, we always love to hear that at, in the feedback and especially on the Patreon. Uh, you know, we got polls that go up there and all that good stuff. So, yeah. And I, you know, especially for an episode like this one, you know, yes. I mean, looking at our timing right now, we're about 18 minutes in. Oh, jeez. You know, we, you know, Jack and I could totally, this would be easy, totally do something like, hey, if you'd like to jump right into the episode topic, start at this time. You know what I mean? Like, we could totally do something like that for people who just want to jump into the topic and, you know, not have that, <laughs> not have the, uh, you know, that kind of back and forth tangenty stuff. But... Again, last for the last feedback. bit of, feed, last bit yeah. of feedback. Um, Jack Henry said he didn't like the Tarkov episode intro, and I was really <laughs> hurt by that. Um, no, I, I wasn't actually, but I was a little salty because I was like, I thought it was a good way to get, uh, you know, people like into like the feel of it. And I thought it was, you know, pretty engaging with just what was happening in the intro. I thought the audio was pretty engaging, uh, but maybe it wasn't. Would like to hear some more feedback on that. But just in the future, uh, I'll probably add some some more to it other than just the game audio but i thought it would be an interesting idea to do so yeah right yeah. now over on patreon there was a poll posted for the episode that we're you know for the topic we're gonna be doing today so if you would like to be involved in that you know go ahead go patreon check that out we also have a patreon exclusive discord as well and that's been popping off as well i mean people are just talking about the games they're playing 
just, you know, back and forth with, you know, Jack and I. So if you're interested in that, I mean, man, it's a it's a happening place right now, I would say. I'm actually going to type on there right now. All right. He's, he's typing in there right now. But everyone, we know what you're really here for. You're here for those early internet days. And so, Jack, if I may, I'll take you take you on a little journey, a little trip down the stream of memory, we could say. So we didn't really have a lot of early internet access when we End were of episodes. <laughs> Done. All right, everybody. Here's Clumsy Titan with the outro. We got a computer like from a friend of the family, I remember got a long time ago. And I believe that computer had like Commander Keen on it, Wolfenstein 3D, and some weird like Hunt for Red October submarine strategy game. We didn't get it I from, don't think we didn't get it from Joe, did we? You know, I don't remember. I know I know he gave us um, comic books at one point, but mm, But uh I that computer didn't have internet access. And so I think a lot of the like very early internet days that I can remember. The one of the earliest ones I remember is specifically I was over at a friend's house and I was watching their like the older brother play Warcraft three and I was just waiting to get on the computer. <laughs> and I remember specifically it was that mission in Warcraft three where oh God, I don't remember what part, but it's and sorry, spoilers for people who haven't played Warcraft three. But the guy who would eventually become the Lich King is going around and he's like slaughtering villagers because he believes they've been like corrupted. So, you know, fun times. But, uh, and I just remember wanting to get on because when I got on, we would go to the Homestar Runner site. And, oh my uh, God. <laughs> so Jack, I'll, I mean, I'll toss it back to you. I feel like Homestar Runner, like if I want to trace back something to very early internet stuff, yeah, that would be it. Um, Homestar Runner e-bombs world is a weird one as well i mean and this is before like Newgrounds. i would get into like yeah this is before i'd get into like myspace i mean this is the days of like flash games god there was a flash game called interactive buddy to where there's a little bubble guy and you could like blow him up with grenades yeah. yep, 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 and yep. stuff like that uh so god jack i'll toss it to you these are the early internet days and what do you remember from those so for me like the i think Homestar Runner was the first website that I visited on like a regular basis. Dudes, uh, dudes, characters, games. You know, because Homestar games. Runner had <laughs> lots of videos with all these like really like fun and unique characters. Yeah. Uh, and you know, yeah, videos, music, games, like comics. Like there was, a, it was a really cool site. Uh, I remember like going on there and. The uh, what's his name? Teen Girl Squad. Teen, Teen Girl, Girl Squad. Squad. Cheerleader. <laughs> what's your face? Yeah. <laughs> um. Then Strong Bad. He's like, Yep. Here I am again with my email. Well, then you know, like doing the email song <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like so, there's a lot of iconic stuff from Homestar Runner that I really remember. Trogdor. Uh, I mean, Trogdor! you gotta say. Peasants, <laughs> Peasants Quest. Do you remember that? Peasants the trailer for Quest. the movie. Throw, Throw baby. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Throws the baby into the lake. Oh my gosh. Do you remember like doing that one dance game? 
and you could like move the yeah. guy's arms and his head in that song in the background. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Homestar Runner was a big one. Um, what other like early internet days? It's it's there wasn't a lot because I didn't get on there much other than for three websites and like two or like three YouTube videos. One of the earliest YouTube videos I yeah. remember watching was the Numa Numa video. Mm-hmm. That was one of the earliest ones I remember, which uh, let me look up real quick when that came out, like the original one. Well, and you got to know, you got to think that like, I don't know if we watched that on YouTube first, like that might have been, it might have like been linked a, somewhere like, else. Newgrounds yeah. or some other video sharing yeah, site. It was 2006 is when Numa came out to YouTube. So gotcha. It's, I uh, I don't remember any specifics, but I think that's one of the yeah. first viral videos I ever saw. And I would, that's a video I would like show I'd people. Agree. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, guys, this is so good. Uh, other than that, there was also Stick Page. Do you remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a bunch of stick figure games and like videos. And one of the biggest mm-hmm. ones on there was uh, Stick Figure versus Animator or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Where he has like the mouse yeah. is like clicking around and the guy's like mm-hmm. jumping in. Tink, Those tink, are tink. so good. Yeah. Or there is the one. God, so I'm a little stuffy still. There was the one where it was like the red stick figure guy with the long stretchy arms and then the blue one that had mm-hmm. like the six arms. And it was that song yep. by the Stone, Stone Temple, Temple Pilots. Pilots. Yeah. You gotta get it if you really want it. But yeah. <laughs> she walked it. Yeah. That, so that yeah. was a good one. Uh, and then there was one more. I think I think I already said it. It was uh, Newgrounds. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah, I didn't I get mean, on as much, but that had stuff like Thing Thing 1, 2, and 3 and those games oh like that. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. think, right? Yeah, so it's it's getting... It's weird. I knew this episode would be a lot like the Childhood Toys one to where once Jack and I started talking about, you know, these early internet days, a lot of the stuff would kind of spontaneously come back to me. And yeah, I mean, it's coming back. I mean... We're, I mean, we're talking about like, you know, like the peanut butter jelly song with like the dancing banana and, you know, we're talking about like, it's horrible, like just those early days. And I mean, this is going far back to even like me looking up like Kingdom Hearts AMV videos. I mean, and like numb playing over the Kingdom Hearts intro, you know what I mean? So it's like, or yeah, you look up. False Pretense by the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, and the first thing that pops up is a Naruto AMV. I remember that one. <laughs> you know, so it's interesting at this point, you know, even though this episode is all about kind of that golden age of YouTube, I feel like I missed the very beginning of YouTube and didn't get involved until a little bit later. You know, like, I, because I don't remember, like, early, early Smosh videos, but I remember one... You know, I remember knowing Smosh. You know, I remember knowing of Smosh like once they started to blow up and stuff like that. Well, do you remember the video where he's like, "Hey, Ian, what are you doing?" He's like, he's playing with dolls. He's like, "Hey, uh, do you want a kiss?" Yeah. He walks in and they're going, (laughs) 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 looking back and like, so yeah. So I I gotta agree with Charlie here is that a lot of the like I want to say like 2004 to like 2008 nine. We kind of were mm-hmm. in and out of YouTube. Uh, we'd always, we saw a video every once in a while. And I was not on YouTube on a regular basis until probably 
2013, 2014 is when I was using it like regularly, you know, to watch things right. and to listen. So uh, yeah. before that, I was kind of going in and out. I remember watching PewDiePie when he was making those. You show me, you showed me him first. You showed me his, mm. uh, what, what was it? When he was playing Amnesia. And this was before yeah. he like, he was big. Like he was in the process of blowing up. But this is before yeah, he was like, is, you know, yeah. huge. And so I remember that. And I remember the Mega 64 videos where, you know, they do like, <laughs> yeah. he, like the one guy dressed up and he's like, what are you buying? To like people in the what street in the ending when he's like yeah, running away from the evil. cops. Yeah. <laughs> or like the uh, Shadow of the Colossus one. <laughs> oh, that one's so <laughs> good. Or there's <laughs> another good one is uh, the Freddy W videos. Oh, yeah. Those, oh. Are, those are the first videos on YouTube that I watched. And I was like, these effects and the camera work is so good. Uh, yeah. And it's crazy. It's like a lot of these guys like went on to like have these giant companies or production teams mm-hmm. or like series on Netflix. Like it's it's crazy, you know. So, yeah. yeah, that's just kind of an overview of kind of my earlier, you know, dive into YouTube. Try if you have anything specific, you go right on. Yeah, you know, I was... No. Because, of course, I was wondering, I was like, well, why weren't we on it more? And I think it's really just because, like, at the time, I don't think we had, like, a home family computer that was reliable. I mean, earliest stuff I can remember is getting, like, the, like, AOL disk in the mail for internet and, like, you know, dial tone, like, you know, dial-up internet and all that kind of stuff. Loading mm-hmm. images of, like, Bionicles, like, first-gen, second-gen Bionicles. Like, oh, hell yeah, dude. And like the image pops up and it's like one little bar, two little bars. And it's so funny nowadays to think like I get frustrated with my phone sometimes because I'm like, oh, my phone's going so slow. You can't load like, a 4K remember, full, age, full resolution picture in two seconds. You know, it's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like remembering back to the day when like, you know, the Internet was not this thing that we use all the time. And I think especially for us, like. Because we didn't even get, like, even through high school, like, I remember we had, like, prepaid phones, and it really wasn't That we got until, ourselves, yeah. Yeah, it really wasn't until, like, after high school for me that, like, I got, like, my own phone, my own smartphone for the first time. Guy, I remember it was, like, a Windows phone. So it was, like, one of the weird box ones, like a Nokia, like a, I don't know, some yeah. early Nokia touchscreen, you know? But, it, so it's... It's kind of fascinating. I think that's why we missed out of it. We definitely got more into video games than we did like the For sure. internet at that point. Because I remember playing Final Fantasy X on the PlayStation 2 and visiting the time. some old websites about how to get like the legendary secret weapons. Yep. You know, tips Dodge about Lightning, how to win the times Right. Which is funny. I wouldn't end up doing that until the remaster of those games where I actually did that dodge lightning that many times. And God, I remember there's like a spot in the map in final fantasy 10 where you can run and lightning will like consistently strike. And so you can consistently just like kind of run around in a circle. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, you know that, that kind of is like, I think the earliest stuff for us is not so much YouTube, but just early interactions with the internet. And, it wasn't until I remember we got like a computer. This might have been the computer we got from Joe, but it had a bunch of like old downloaded, basically popular YouTube videos. And so this is the one of that guy with like the nunchucks and he like smacks himself in the face. Oh, yeah. And he falls off screen. Yeah. And 
I remember as well, it also had some like just viral car crash videos and stuff. And I remember like our parents were like, oh my gosh, like we can't. <laughs> yeah, we need <laughs> we to delete these. We can't watch that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, real quick before we move on to this, this like our fur like our second family computer, one of the first one on sometimes I'd wake up early for school while breakfast yeah. was being made. I'd go down the computer real quick and try to load up like, I think it was like Mega Man or something like a Mega Man. Yeah. Like Flash game Man. or whatever. I do remember that. Yeah. And it would take so long to open that you play for like five mm-hmm. minutes. Okay. Time to go to school. And I was like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, but I remember like having the patience to like wait for this stuff to load and just being so excited. Yeah. And now it's like, Oh, man, it's going to take me three minutes to download 10 gigabytes. It takes longer, but, you know, exaggerate. Right. Yeah, like, it's 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 crazy. But I think that about wraps up, like, the earlier, kind of like, I don't know, the precursor days, you could say. Yeah, I would say that was the, the legacy. Yeah. And so now we're going to move into a, a more of, like, a familiar topic, at least for our listeners, because this starts to get into early videos and i believe this calls all the way back to episode four no that's writing but like one of the early record episode episodes we did five that was all yeah. about videos yeah and i hosted and that's and it was kind of sucked no that that's kind of where like this era comes in is after those early internet days then we start moving into when i was gonna say jack and i but really mainly jack is starts to like get and understand making videos. And I mean, I even posted in our Racketeer Collection Discord for all of you out there a video of like our world's softest pillows video, which I know we talked about on here before. Oh, yeah. And so, Jack, again, I'll pass it back to you. I mean, if you want to talk about like that earliest video that you found and kind yeah. of just move on from there. So, this was probably uh, f- freshman. Freshman or sophomore year of high school, uh, my buddy Hap and I, we were talking about, you know, like, because we, like, he had shown me a Minecraft player at that point. Like, back in 2011, 2012. Yep. Uh, but this was before that, okay? So, before that, we were like, wow, what are we both into? We both, like, fall three, right? Yeah. Let's see, but Brotherhood of Steel is taken. Brotherhood for Iron. Now, that's, <laughs> that's a cool name. And so that. we made Brotherhood for Iron, uh, and there's only one video on it. Twelve years ago, June 13th. <laughs> so the anniversary passed not too long ago, June 13th, 2009. I think this. I think mm-hmm. this is my earliest post on the YouTube. But it's just me with my mom's digital camera, uh, recording the screen way too close. There's a glare of like the sun on the TV, and it's me being like. Here's a weird glitch I found where super mutants speak and don't attack you. Uh, <laughs> that's all it is. And so, but even that, like, it kind of, if you go back that far, I was 15 or so at that time. That's mm-hmm. how long ago I was thinking about, I like want to create stuff and do things online because it'd be so much fun. And I started doing that yeah. more so probably eight years, eight years ago. I started doing that more, but it was about four or five years after this video when I really started taking it more quote unquote seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. And we started uploading things to YouTube. Uh, not all the skits that we recorded on like the iCamera or yeah. that we made, but that's when like stuff like I made how to make a cup of coffee, uh, the pickaxe videos. <laughs> um, 
that's I made no my pickaxe. I'm I made my Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> video. I made a video called "Make Your Boyfriend or Girlfriend Laugh," which is a the cringiest thing I've ever made. Um, <laughs> there's that one, Sorry. but I embrace it because you know we all we all grow up. Uh, and because <laughs> we have, we all grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I've so many times I'm like, do I unlist this? And I'm like, no, no, keep it up, keep it up. Just you know, because it's it is embarrassing, but it's also funny. So, uh, but I just remember doing that, all that kind of stuff. And you know, there's a lot of videos that were lost to the ether because things just weren't kept around like they are nowadays. So, you know, Charlie, if you want to step in, feel free. No, it's you know, I think an important you know time to kind of think about is that this is the era really when facebook is just getting started but primarily for me a couple years older and i know jack you had one as well but like myspace is blowing up i mean myspace has blown up at this point i mean this is getting into the era of like you know because myspace you have your your top five your top 10 friends and I remember that being the big deal is where you place those friends on the list, which is so silly. And like, I'm glad that that doesn't exist anymore because like you're literally just ranking friends at that point. But like, that was the thing. Cause you know, MySpace was very customizable. Unlike Facebook where like you could set up your own custom page. You could have your music playing, you know, it could be, really anything you wanted any type of format you wanted i mean there are websites devoted to like customizing it and you know adding players or adding this and teaching kids like basics of coding basically yeah i remember logging on to myspace and looking at my friends and he had like you know music playing and i was like dude how do i do this you know what i mean like it's yeah i mean i'll toss you a a weird a weird throwback check do you remember zanga at all yes yeah so this is like, you know, very early. <laughs> like, this is just very early stuff. And I mean, this is like, we were always kind of looking forward to this because, I mean, before going back, we would have to like, me, you, and Michael would basically go to like a library and like, oh, that was like, library computers. And that was playing the most Runescape fun we ever and, had. You know, I remember Michael, I don't know how he figured this out. I'd love to know but figure it out that you could type in a code to the computer and give yourself extra time. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, this is what we've been doing before that. And so like, you know, the moment I think a lot of the stuff was becoming accessible to us, that is really what launched us into like being more interested and, you know, really delving into what we would be doing, creating videos like, you know, world softest pillows and, moving that forward and not oh even really like because you know it's funny i don't remember at the time being like hey we're gonna make this and we're gonna put it on youtube it's like no hey we're just gonna make this so but it was really i i mean jack i feel like it was really you i mean that you know you started with that first brotherhood for iron video and then kind of got the bug years later and started putting up you know we did a whole yeah. episode topic about those early those early videos, and I would highly recommend going back and listening to that if you want more detail. Yeah, it's about it's, this era. I mean, that's also the time like when we would make multiple videos a day, 
or like in like a span of like mm-hmm. 10 minutes we'd make a video i'd throw it together like in windows movie maker and then we'd watch it and we'd be cracking up you know like there's yeah. a lot of videos that are lost to time that is just like family videos uh mm-hmm. and so but there are still a couple like there's um on this one page real quick let me pull back up we actually made a remaster but there's daryl more like Dedal. that was from six years ago monty Battlefon six years ago the whole pickaxe series eight years ago and yeah. so it's you know a lot of those though we shot like in 10 20 minutes and then i put together almost immediately after shooting it yeah i wish i could still do that but now i just i just don't have, I don't have the time i have the yeah. time nowadays no so it was you know i would say so much of that and as we were and as this topic was chosen and as you know we kind of went back and forth on discord i believe it was michael who kind of brought up the point that like you know back in those days and i i make it sound like it was you know i don't know so far away or something like that but i think more so it really kind of came down to you know there wasn't this tailored constant stream of content that's like being projected at you like there is now you know like i'm just looking through our discord conversation now and michael said you know there are so many old videos that he constantly references and remember and you know nowadays it's just there's so many algorithms and there's so many oh hey if you watch this video it recommends this and so on and so forth that everything kind of blends together because people start to be able to be like, Hey, we're going to use the algorithm and we're going to start making videos like this. We're going to copy this person. And that's something that like Jack and I now think about a lot because how do we get our podcast out? There are thousands of podcasts. If only, out there. If only we started a long time ago, you know, and that's, that seems to be a constant thread. If only we had started earlier, but we didn't but we'll still climb that mountain now as, as I said in our discord chat, you know, like there's just so much out there anyways, a little bit of a tangent, but Jack, I think I'd like to move on now. Like not to talk about so much about like the videos we made, but like, when do you remember starting to use YouTube way more regularly? Like when do you remember like that moment that YouTube became more than just the occasional viral, you know, viral video mm-hmm. site so like what what do you remember from like those days for yourself so when it comes to like watching youtube as much as i do now that's probably been in the past five years or so is how i consume content is kind of how i consume it now but oh i want to say one of my earliest like things i would go into youtube for constantly was i watch a lot of game grumps mm-hmm. and so Back in the day, it was like 20, was it 2012? Uh, it was Aaron and John. They were the Game Grumps hosts, and now it's Aaron and Dan. Uh, but I remember watching them play, and I was like, man, Charlie and I could do this. We could do this, you know? And we did. Tr- that's what our Demon Soul series kind of was inspired by. And I, I say in that video, I was like, it'd be kind of cool if one of them watched this one day. And Charlie was like, Jack, not to stomp in dreams with they're not they're not going to watch this <laughs> and i yeah, was like yeah <laughs> yeah you're, you're probably right <laughs> but uh and so it was kind of like game grumps uh, i watched good mythical morning uh mm. you know and then other than that i mean i wouldn't really get on youtube to just hang out like i do now uh 
you know, it'd more so be, I get on there, watch a video or two, play some music maybe, uh, you know, be like, oh, like, like what's that one song that's in all the parkour videos? Is that one that's sung for the Matrix? You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, I would like listen to that song or whatever. But other than that, I would just kind of get on and get off. But nowadays, probably starting in 2014, whenever you try to show me Northern Lion watching uh, Binding of Isaac, I started watching those videos a lot. Uh, and then what he called the Northern Lion Live Super Show, which would come out once, you know, a couple of times every week. Uh, and I got YouTube Premium, which allowed me to listen to things in the background so I could just like close my phone. And so I basically started using YouTube as like a podcast service, like back in 2015 or whenever premium came out. And so nowadays, almost anytime I'm doing something, I have YouTube on in the background just for like background audio because I like just hearing people talk. Uh, And so that's kind of what inspired me to like get into the thinking of starting this podcast. I was like, well, that's why I kind of like the hangout vibe, because for me, I know that I'm not the only one who likes just listening to people talk about things that they enjoy or what they're doing. You know, I just kind of like hanging out. I don't like having to focus all the time. And so I started just consuming YouTube as a podcast service and I'll watch videos every now and then. I still watch Game Grumps from time to time. Uh, But I've kind of fallen out of the virality part of it. I don't watch like people who go viral. I don't watch people who are like, really big or do like these super surprising things i just kind of like the more down the earth feel of things uh mm-hmm. and so i mean even like i've tried tiktok it's not really i'll scroll through it sometimes but it's just not for me i like i don't get it half the time and george gets on me for that he's like jack there's nothing to get i'm like then that's weird but then there are other things that i don't get that are just funny because they're so abstract but that's not as it's a whole, there's a lot of malminutia, but, you know. So, I remember when I got into YouTube, 2015, 2016, that's kind of when I started using it as I do now, as more of a podcast background kind of thing. Hmm. Long, long-winded, but that's that's how it was. You know, for me, it was a little different. I think I have to trace it back to... I, I mean, like, early, early days, it would be, like, watching, like, Yogscast videos, like, their first, like, Minecraft series. That was a really big one, you know, um, catching a lot of those, because they eventually moved from, like, a more traditional Let's Play survival series to kind of a scripted story-based one, which I remember thought was, I thought was so cool. And then as the Yogscast expanded, you know, Sips and, I mean, he's not around anymore, but, like, Shin as well. I mean, it's it's kind of sad because, you know, as time has gone on, you know, more and more interactions, like negative interactions have been brought out from some of like the larger YouTubers or like, yeah, you know, bad, manipulative things in the past, but <clears throat> not to, you know, not to dwell on that. But so anybody who I bring up who has been involved in stuff like that, I don't want to say like, oh, hey, I support them still, but I'm just bringing them up for the time capsule aspect. Yes. Yeah, you know, a lot of the Yogscast videos... Uh, Michael's typing in the Discord. I really, like, kind of just latched onto. And I would say that it was really around then that YouTube kind of replaced, like, cable TV for me. We didn't have cable mm-hmm. growing up. Um, and so we watched, like, 
a lot of stuff like Saturday morning cartoons and stuff in it. I think nowadays, if I had to classify what YouTube is to me, it's basically my TV. You know, it is easy watching. Yeah. Every once in a while, there's like a series of. Oh, it's a really, it's a really great thing for Michael to bring up, actually. But, you know, it's, it's a lot of like, oh hey, I'm gonna watch this series, or I'm gonna watch this creator, or you know this. But you know, yeah, more and yeah. more nowadays, it's just like. It's what my TV is. It's easy watching. And it's kind of just interesting that it's become that. I would say yeah, on the platform, there are several creators who I follow and I'm like really excited to see new videos from them. Or there are certain mm-hmm. series like the uh, CGI artist react from Corridor Digital. Love those, you know, or their stuntmen react videos like, God, those are all so good all the time. But, you know, it's... It's just weird to think about how it became so much of like part of my life because yeah, you wouldn't think that like stuff like that, it would really work like that, but it kind of just did. So we got to yeah, bring I up. Mean, if, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. if I could just interject real quick, um, cause then I, I do want to talk about what Michael brought up, but like for me, if I, if I had to choose, I wouldn't be subscribed to literally any other service other than YouTube Premium because for me, when it comes to like reality shows or TV shows, I just like, you know, I, it's not, it's not like my thing. I can't really get into it. I mean, even stuff like Game of Thrones, I got huge and I did watch like four seasons of it up leading to like the last season or whatever because uh, like Laura's getting back into it. I was like, I just kind of like the more homegrown content and or like well-produced homegrown content of like individuals or smaller groups of people, you know, that kind of stuff is a lot more of my speed and a lot more of what I enjoy actually watching. So, you know, it's kind of crazy that, you know, I went from watching Saturday morning cartoons and all that kind of stuff to like, like you said, like YouTube is like my main, my main go-to right now. Yeah. Oh, sit down after a day of work, YouTube. Yeah. Yo, oh, you know, I'm driving, you know, somewhere. What do I listen to? I don't know. Let me just pull up a, this YouTube video, turn off the phone, listen to the audio. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of what I do now. So, yeah. It's just crazy how things have how things have changed. Yeah. So, right when we, you know, around when we started recording this episode, Jack posted in our Discord about, you know, any suggestions. And of course, Michael responded back with some slappers as he normally does. He brought up the whitest kids you know skits, which I gotta say, yeah, that was prime YouTube for us back in the day. Uh, <laughs> the whitest kids you know skits are amazing. I don't know how well they've like aged, but gah, like the I mean, the one of the ones Michael just posted was the deer skit, which that I believe that's the one where that guy gets shot. <laughs> He's yeah. like. It takes God for about five seconds to come to earth, Bob. What are you going to do, Bob? Please. <laughs> please. I have a family. <laughs> you got family, Bob. Family me. Family me, well, Bob. What are you going to do? Get the car and bring over the car and lay on the horn for a long time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, God, like, it's so funny, like, bringing back he did post one Froggy Fresh, formerly known as Krispy Kreme. I don't remember that at all. I don't really want to click on it, but uh, <laughs> I don't remember what that one is at all. But um, 
Man, yeah, those whitest kids you know. That is such a good callback because, yeah, like, primarily, we just this watched those on YouTube. school so you can bowl it. Exactly, like, or, like, <laughs> just, this like. a biker gang known as the baby schools. <laughs> you know, and, it, Jack, I got to bring up, I think what is most interesting to me about a lot of this is just how different, like, a lot of these, like, different kind of disparate elements. We're talking about Homestar Runner, Whitest Kids You Know, but how much of that shapes what I like now because, you know, when we were talking about Homestar Runner, you know what I thought of immediately? Is uh. that, like, a show like Adventure Time, I think, really heavily borrows from that style of humor. That kind of just off-the-wall yeah, sure. weirdness. That was all over Homestar Runner. I mean, that was, like, what that whole inter- that site was, is just <laughs> weird stuff. And especially, like... Drawing- How to Draw a Dragon... Yeah, it, exactly. First, a long S, and then another S, and then give him a beefy arm for good measure. That looks real good. Coming out of the back exactly. of his neck there. <laughs> Coming out of the back of his neck there. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, you can look at like episodes of Adventure Time, first season stuff, like the Enchiridion, or like that really buff Minotaur guy that like, he talks to, and it's like, oh, you can start to see how you know my interests were shaped by these like early videos and so jack i don't know how much of it you can trace back but like you know it's funny because like you talk about like you know good mythical morning and uh, game grumps and i like never got into them at all like i just got into like completely separate you know i think a lot of youtube came from like or a lot of youtube for me started with like Oh hey, I can't play modded Minecraft. I can't play with a group of friends, and so I'm kind of, kind of like vicariously live through these videos and wish I could do stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. how much would you say of like your, I don't know, past like YouTube interaction has kind of shaped the stuff you like now? Because you know, I was thinking about it, and I was like, Jack, but Jack didn't watch a lot of like video game content about like call of duty or anything like that not that i I remember so it's interesting how it's kind of been different because i especially would say a lot of the video game content i kind of consume on youtube is stuff that i would play or i can't play you know what i mean yeah so how would you say like that's kind of shaped you oh yeah so (laughs) i just posted one of our another old video of ours but darkness of the night when it comes to like you know my personal like is the question basically what why did i watch what i watch and how it influences me now yes yeah okay just making sure so a lot of like good mythical morning i think it's always been just a good show to watch because it's well produced red and link have great chemistry i mean some of their biggest videos were like when they ate like the hot peppers and stuff like that you know those went super big or like their weird like taste test videos those always like are just fun entertainment to watch like laura and i watched them uh ellie will watch them uh dads watch them like it's just like a good kind of constant but like they haven't really influenced me i don't think in like what i want to make and right. so, man if we when we do video podcasts people are going to realize how much i move around when i'm talking um because <laughs> i'm like arms are going everywhere Superman. uh well i'm like i'm animated when i talk especially when i'm sitting down for some reason um uh, but when it comes to stuff like Game Grumps or the NLSS, like that kind of stuff is 
I enjoy watching that because it reminds me of not what could have been. It's too dramatic and not true. But it just reminds me of, you know, makes me think of if I had the ability and the time back then, this is what I would have loved to do, you know. But like Charlie and I have talked about, we didn't get our chance to start or we didn't start until late because, you know, either we couldn't afford the record equipment that we need or we didn't have any cameras like I've never owned like an actual like camera it's always either been like my phone or I borrowed it from someone you know what I mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I didn't get like an Elgato or a uh, what's the other one I used to buy a Roxio game capture device until like way late into the game and so I just remember one of my earliest when I was like really on Call of Duty like World World at War and Modern Warfare 2 I remember I would reach out to people sometimes because I was like, I think that they're recording their gameplay. And so I'd send them a message on PSN being like, Hey, is there a way I could be a part of the video or whatever, or like join you? But like not really knowing like how it worked. I just remember sending those messages. I'm sure I could find them if we still had that PlayStation, but you know, I think the way I come at content now is I like, minimally edited things because i like the i think the i don't think i have the best personality but i think i have a decent personality to carry con uh to carry content but you know i like minimally edited or edits that don't that aren't very intrusive as in like you know just like i'm trying to think of like a good way to, to phrase this like, I, I'm not a fan of when it's just, like, edit after edit after edit after edit. Like, it's just, like, you know, it's all... I like, in our Demon's Souls videos, I like those edits where, you know, right. <clears throat> we, like, slow zoom in on someone's face. Small text pops up for, like, a point two seconds that you don't even know what it says. But you're like, wait, what, what was that? You know what I mean? You go back and you have to watch it and pause it. Or, you know, it's like, all right, just picture this. You know, and, like, you like you Photoshop in like what you're talking about to move over here. Like, cause you're trying to describe a scenario. Like I like smaller stuff like that and not large scale editing. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but no, it does. Yeah, it does. It definitely does because I, you know, I got a lot of my style of editing, I think was really heavily inspired by like, one YouTuber in particular, a YouTuber who doesn't really make content on YouTube anymore. I don't know if they still stream, but a YouTuber named Cryotic. And he did lots of like RPG maker style games, you know, lots of uh, kind of like heavy, like emotional games and his recording. And like specifically, like I remember like his like series on Undertale, which is how I first, you know, learned about like Undertale. Um, I loved that series. And I mean, I'd be waiting for the new episodes to come out because I just was like, God, this game's amazing. And the way he's playing it, I'm just totally vibing with. So like, I wanted to do that kind of stuff. But you know, I gotta say, what has been so interesting about being a part of a platform like this is how things kind of come and go. Jack, I think you brought up like a really good one, like PewDiePie. Like we watch him like when he was doing that like early happy wheels amnesia 
stuff and his like compilation funny bits videos. And, you know, we like, or at least I like got to watch him like, you know, meet his current wife, you know, they got married, like seeing somebody's life unfold in that level of detail. And now it's like, I don't really watch PewDiePie anymore. Like his videos are kind of just too loud and annoying for me. And don't really get into him. I don't really watch the Yogg's cast anymore. You know, every once in a while I'll tune in to whatever they're playing. But like it, it's kind of bizarre to see what I guess was relegated before to like celebrities, like movie stars. But now you get to see it with these YouTubers. And I think if we could say like, man, I don't like the content nowadays. It's so much of, you know, like the, and even YouTubers like Jake Paul, you know, they're not in the huge spotlight anymore. You know, you got YouTubers like Dream who are making, getting millions of views and, you know, millions of subscriptions seemingly like so quickly. And I'm like, I don't even know where this person came from, you know? And then I watch their content and I'm like, I can see why people like this, but I'm too old for it now. Like, I yeah exactly. I don't like the screaming. I don't like the freaking out. Like I already no went no. That. How did you do that? How did they do that? Right. And I'm just like I I can't. I stop. I can't. Right. You know, like I I watched that stuff already and I enjoyed it, and now I don't want to anymore. You know, and because it's garbage. <laughs> not that it's garbage. It's just not what I'm looking for. You know, it's no not, exactly. Yeah. You know, now I'm way more of like a. If I see like a new Vsauce video, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I need to. Watch oh yeah, it. that's you know click. what I mean. That's a click. You know, how like many Vsauce- holes does the human body have? <laughs> well, many would say that. <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's like, or I mean, I could thank YouTube again for my fascination and you know what builds up the little knowledge I have of just about like space or about like black holes or about like this type of stuff or about like i remember you know i had a youtube video that inspired a short story i wrote which is just this like five six minute video about galaxy superclusters and about the supercluster we're in which is the lanny ikea supercluster and just watching stuff like that and being mystified fascinated you know so i can't like be like oh man youtube is just so big nowadays it i don't find anything i want because that's not true i just think the content that i like i have found and the new content is you know few and far between now where back in the day it didn't feel like that you know it was much more accepting of whoever i would watch or whatever i would watch jack i don't Mm -hmm. know if you kind of feel that same kind of feeling of like how it is nowadays, but I kind of like want to get your opinion on, you know, the platform nowadays, like, cause like, you know, both you and I, we did a demon souls playthrough, you know, some years ago and, you know, we've definitely been putting content on there and I know you've had a couple of videos that have kind of like snowballed away, but I would say for the vast majority, it seems like it's almost impossible unless you're just so lucky to hit that, point where the algorithm you you have to game the system it's not about yeah the quality of your content it's about hey can you game the system in this way to get views 
And that's the aspect of it that I don't like. You know, I don't yeah. see YouTube promoting, oh, hey, this channel has 50 subscribers and this video has 100 views, but we thought you might like it. No, I get the channel that has 3.2 million subscribers, you know, 400,000 views, 40, you know, 40,000 views, whatever. That's the video I get recommended. I don't get yeah. the new content, which might be content that I would love because you you got to think, man, for there are probably hundreds of thousands of creators like us that are putting stuff out there that just nobody sees because people it's like it's almost like a gravity effect. You know, the gravity yeah, exactly. of these big channels sucks everybody in. And, you know, the gravity of these smaller channels doesn't because you're not as likely to fall down into that little tiny hole as you are is to fall into the huge pit. So I kind of yeah. want to, yeah, what, you know, sorry, that's a long-winded way to ask the question, but I kind of just want you to get your, like, opinion on YouTube nowadays, making content nowadays, getting big. Like, what's your what's your opinion on that? Is it positive yeah, or so, negative? So, honestly... I like to try to stay positive, but when it comes to, like, growth or trying to have, like, a personality on YouTube, unless you've been here for a long time, I'm talking, like, 10 years or something, and you've been, like, producing your own content that whole time, it is so hard to just start and try to be unique. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, oh, like, you know, like, it's like, no, it's like, literally the only thing you see blow up are copy and paste of, like, different people but doing the same thing same thumbnails same like oh you know 3 a.m challenge with my girlfriend and uh the clown arrived like those will blow up and you're like what who's watching this content you know what i mean i yeah. guess it's got to be kids or something but well and let me cut in here real quick jack i mean yeah everyone out there and i'm i apologize for our listeners because i'm about to get real loud but we're talking about the youtubers that start their videos and it's immediately and again i'm sorry it's yeah, immediately just, like just back up for the mic. what's back up the everybody mic. hey this is charlie and yeah. today we're gonna be pranking so and so and it's like yeah here, here's a good and example this video too. has like and tens of holding, millions of views they're holding and the camera like, out hey what's up you guys what's up going on what's going on fam what's good what's good today oh my god you're not gonna believe it's i i can't i'm gonna need you to slap that subscribe button and you're like and sounds are going Christ. off and woo, 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 you know, a woo guy. It's like, what's, what's going on? And so yeah, I, yeah. when it, and so that's why I get discouraged sometimes. Cause I look at my stuff and I'm like, it's not that it's bad, but it's just not entertaining like that at all. But it's not strong enough for me to be like, all right, let me cave in, make my thumbnail this way, make my video this short or this long, you know, and, like, it's just not that I, it's so hard for me to like to cave in and do that, that I just haven't. Um, right. Because, and you see, sorry, I know I'm interrupting, but you see so many big YouTubers can get away with that. They can get away with, Hey, I'm going to post whatever thumbnail, whatever content, but I have this loyal audience that will listen to it no matter what. And it's like, I, you know. Like, you didn't, you know, it's like, how, how do you, sorry, I'm kind of, like, speechless, I guess, but it's just, like, it's frustrating, because it's, like, no, yeah, and, but like, know, it makes sense, I feel like our Demon's videos are good, like, oh, they are, and, they are good, and I can see, 
the alternate future that those snowballed off and start a Demon Souls renaissance. You know, I can see a future where people are like, hey, when's the next video coming out? But we never hit that. And that's okay because, you know, as a, as creatives ourselves and, you know, me with my book, like I understand there's lots of stuff out there. And do I seek out the new content? Do I seek out the author who is, this is their first book? N- no, not really. I don't even know how to find them. You know, I don't like I. I wish I could find, you know, a small YouTuber and start like a one-on-one relationship with them as they like grow and, but no, I only hear of that YouTuber once they've passed like this threshold, you know, the yeah, threshold exactly. of when you can't read all the comments, you can't read all the messages, you yeah, can't so answer all the inquiries. That's, that's why like whenever I watch the, the people I watch now, like, like Game Grumps or northern lion like they do like have game Grumps has a couple million subscribers you know northern lion has eight hundred thousand subscribers or whatever and most people i watch have less than that usually you know but their content is pretty much like it is like it is what it is it's not like trying to be more or like pandering it's not pandering content at all and that's why i like it a lot yeah and i don't know if you ever watched her but so jenna marbles she's not on youtube anymore um right but she, i mean she was one of the big ones like yeah when she was making videos she like she wouldn't put ads she didn't monetize her videos she just picked an auto-generated thumbnail and i was like hey this is me making uh you know like making like you know soap bed for my dog because he loves soap you know what i mean and it's just like it's a very like homey like relaxed video but like like her personality shines through her and her boyfriend julian like they're both like really like have great personalities and i love those videos because they're just nice to watch you know what i mean and i'd rather watch she's huge i'd rather watch that than you know people screaming at me and being like smash the button smash that da 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 it's just like i don't i don't get it and so when that influences me to make my content i'm more so like hey at the end of the video, if you guys liked it, leave a like. If you didn't, go ahead and leave a dislike, whatever. We'll love to hear from you, and I'll see you next time. Next video, hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Uh, you know, you got to, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? It's not, I don't like pandering at all. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. That's a dislike I have of YouTube now, is that I feel like YouTube is just all about, if you do these, you'll grow, but also you're basically selling your soul, in a sense, to, right. you know the algorithm the almighty algorithm to the largest demographic yeah. that you can appease it's just i don't yeah. know it's <clears throat> and uh you know so i'm fully aware that at this point we've kind of tangented away from youtube and i apologize for any listeners out there who are like god just in the episode but i really enjoy this conversation and i think it's kind of at the heart of what we're doing. And so it's like, even with podcasts, you know, I, it's, it's tough because there seems to be this method of either you were around for a long time and that's why you have your audience or you caught lightning in a bottle and that's why you have your audience or, or you know, you somebody. came, you came from a website or you came from some other channel 
and were able to spin that off into your own thing. And it seems so rare nowadays that you can have that creator that just comes out of nowhere and is like, you know, doing the content they want to do. And it's just, I guess this is, you know, it's just disheartening because it's like, oh, if we don't conform or if we don't do this, then we're not going to see any success. If we don't, and I mean, Jack and I were talking about Mm -hmm. this just with our own podcast about the social media interaction. You know, I feel like that if I were not to post something on Instagram every day, which I tried to do more this week, better at the beginning of the week, I would say, I think around Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, I kind of just stopped. But like, I feel the need to spam post on Instagram every day just to keep people aware, just to get that attention. And I hate doing that. Like, I hate posting something just to see it. You know, like, you know, I follow a couple of like smaller, like Facebook gaming people and they're posting all the time and it's annoying yeah. and I don't like seeing it. And that's unfair. I understand. But what else are you supposed to do? What else are you supposed to do to get an audience? You know, do you say, hey, I personally know enough people that we can spread this? I mean, this is a topic that like we could spin off into its own whole episode. But I think I would like to start it just here. You know, it's I mean, Jack, I if anything else, I mean, do you think it's as disheartening or am I kind of just looking at it in the negative light? Like, do you think there is a positive to kind of this current environment we're in now? Or do you think think it's always been like this? If I was younger, I'm not old, but if I was like six years younger, I didn't have any obligations. Uh, And I had, basically if all I had was a job and an online presence, I, I think I could see myself playing the game more. But now, you know, I'm I'm 26. I have a child. I'm in a relationship. I work. Laura works. You know, I have a house to take care of, all that kind of stuff. It's like, I don't have the time to just be like, all right, post, 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 post. Like, here's this. Okay, how do I do this? this? You know, because when I get home from work, I just want to relax for a little bit. You know, but then all you see online are just these people like, hey, my sixth post of the day. Hey, like this this, and it is disheartening sometimes because I started streaming six years ago, roughly, and I've barely grown that. And I I love the time I really put into it, but I feel like I missed out because I just wasn't able to just be online all the time because like you see. And you've seen these past couple years, all these people are like, hey, I'm burnt out. I don't know why. It's like, well, probably because you're online all the time and you're just, it's not good for you to be. And so Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. why Charlie and I, like, we post once a week. If we were posting podcasts every other day or, you know, they were shorter, maybe that would garner more attention, but we get burnt out doing it. If we were posting I try post twice a day. I post twice a day more than that, you know, and like we get burnt out doing it because we just have so much else going on that to have that kind of personally to have that kind of focus into another aspect is just it's very draining. And so I think you see a lot of. I don't know, fake positivity 
and mm-hmm. fake um like this is why it's good to do this when the, i don't think it is because so many people feel oversaturated with content anyways exactly i you know what it comes down to it comes down to like here i'll give you two examples or i think an example that kind of best describes this difference so you have uh, a youtuber i really like now cody ko i think i really like him because like i, I yeah I like he's like too. my age and the content he makes is very much how I would react to things. I do so, same. Like, I'm like, I could do you know, this. It's, that's all I'm it's saying. It's very much. But he did a video several years ago about, you know, him as for Noel reacting to that guy, his morning routine. The guy's like, <laughs> okay, every day I yeah. wake up and I love the sound of my alarm. That kind of like millionaire <laughs> rise and grind attitude. It's like there's no in between. You either devote every waking second you have to work yeah or you balance your life but then don't succeed because the people on the outside are like oh man but you need to grind all the time you need to keep going all the time yeah and you either take your time or you're on it all day every day you know like boom 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 it's like or you can be like boom 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 well which i'd rather be than just like yeah you know yeah go ahead go ahead no sorry and i was gonna say it's frustrating because it's like you only ever hear that type of language and rhetoric from the people who have made it you know it's the it's that god this is drives me crazy but it's the very rich well-off sorry not to you know be like i don't know demeaning people who are rich and well-off but it's that rich well-off white guy dad attitude of like oh hey i always turn off my lights to save that extra 30 cents day save that five dollars a year and i'm always like excuse me that's not why you're rich you know you are not rich because you're a penny pincher and i understand because it's like you know i get it like i you know i mean jack you know like we grew up with not like a lot of like means but i feel like we have a lot of character with how we grew up, you know, cause our lives were balanced and we had to learn how to live without, but there's yeah. this kind of like rhetoric pushed from the people who have audiences or who are successful already that it's like, no, you just need to work harder. You just need to do it more. And I just, I don't know how much I believe that. Like, I don't know how much I believe You know, I believe in putting in the work, you know, like for my book, like my book would not be written if I didn't sit down every day and write it, you know, so it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like I get that. But at the same time, like, are you supposed to sit back and sacrifice your personal life in the hopes that maybe you'll be successful in this creative field? Maybe. Or do you say, hey, I'm going to have this balanced healthy life spend time with the people i love spend time in the world outside of the internet you know and i'm going to still produce content like jack and i we've been Mm -hmm. doing the podcast you know every week since you know last year which is crazy to think about you know what i mean like crazy and so it's like but what are we not putting enough work in are we not posting enough are we not doing so and so you know and so it's it's tough and I feel like, well, what can we do? You know, am I supposed to just forget my waking life and put every waking second into editing, into doing, 
to posting stuff on socials, to being the most interactive, to being the most this. And then I'm like, but then I feel like I just blend into the noise of the internet. You know what I mean? Like I just blend into everyone else who's doing the exact same thing. The amount of times I post the podcast on Instagram and I get some spam reply from some like account that's like, oh, hey, DM me for promotion. And I look at their account and it's literally just reposts and all the popular tags. I'm like, dude, like you saw that this post was tagged and you liked it and messaged it because that's going to bring you more interaction. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's a it's a bot, by the way. Someone, you know someone's I mean? paid money to for that to happen. It's, yeah. And I, I go back to like, do you remember when uh, our younger brother, George, he like had an Instagram account and he was getting like hundreds of likes on stuff. And he was just posting black and white photos, but he like gamed the system. I'm like, yeah. you either game the system or you try to do it generally and hope that you get something. You hope, you know. And I uh, I don't know where I fall. You know, I definitely fall on the more balanced lifestyle side. But at the same time, you know, it's tough. And not to, I, and I'm sorry, everybody out there for like, I don't mean to bring down the conversation or to make it sound negative. So you're really bringing it down, man. But, you know, it's something that I do think about a lot, especially now that Jack and I are doing this. And so, Jack, I'm sorry. I know I've been talking for a while and kind of rambling around, but I don't know. I think it's good to get it out. I'll I'll throw it back to you. I mean, do you kind of share some of these sentiments or do you think I'm just overthinking it in a way like it's not this complicated? Well, so, you know, I've actually like been recording a few things. I'm kind of planning to upload stuff to YouTube myself and I do it knowing that like it's going to get five views, 10 views, you know what I mean? But I do it because like, and I'm going to, it's going to be like, oh, once a week release, twice a week release. It's going to be things that I actually care about because I don't like doing things that I don't care about. I'm not just going to put out content just to put out content. That's mm-hmm. why like I'm not spamming the Twitter. That's why I don't spam the Facebook. You know, it'll be like, hey, once a week, you know, other than like the day we post it, obviously like, hey. Here's this, really proud of it, working on this. Or, hey, guys, new video's up. I I understand the frustration because I've been trying to create content for a while. More so than me, um, yeah. And so, like, I understand where the frustration comes from. I really do. And it, it sucks to see just like, oh, this person started a year ago and they've blown up. Okay, well, how they blow up, where they start from. Okay, well, they knew someone. Okay, that makes sense. They already knew someone who was big. They just happened to be part of the friend group. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and so there are times that I'm like, man, why do we get the the raw end of the deal here? But like, it's it's not good to think that way. Um, yeah, no, you're right. You know, because right. it gets you into this, just this negative loop. And so the biggest thing that I've done ever since we started a podcast is like, I'd love to see it blow up. I would. But it's like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And if it gets big, cool, it gets big. But I'm doing it because I enjoy what I do and yeah. I enjoy the content we put out. And I really let me, if I'm like talking to someone, I'm like, Hey, I do this. I say it because I'm proud. I'm not just kind of like, Ooh, like, do I really want them to see my videos? Or I'm like, what's going on gamers today? You won't believe the new meta in Warzone. The time to kill is crazy. <laughs> like I, you know, I can't, I can't do that. Right. You know, or right. you see on TikTok, people are like, here's what you got to do. You got to post three TikToks a day. And you did it. And it's like, I, it's not that deep. You know what I mean? It's right. it's just like, right. Just, 
I, I prefer to cut things at my own pace in my own way. And if that's not the way, the most ideal way, it's not the most ideal way. But, you know, at the same time, you do kind of get those hints of jealousy sometimes where you're, you know, like, man, it doesn't make any sense. You know, mm-hmm. it, it sucks that, like, I'm over here really trying and putting my heart into this. It's not going anywhere. But then these people just kind of come out of nowhere and they're huge because they knew somebody. And you watch their content and you don't get it. But it has, you know, their one video has more views than your entire history ever being online has. And you've been online for right. eight years more than they have. And it, it sucks, you know, but that's just the way things are. So, yeah. <laughs> now, and I think you brought up a really good point as we wrap up here, you know. Jack and I do this because we love doing it. You know, I, and all, you know, you thought it wouldn't come back. You thought it was just a tangent, but Hey, that's why I do the world building stuff because I love doing it. You know, I wasn't doing it because, Oh man, I'm so excited to have these ideas validated. No, it's literally because I love doing it. You know, I wrote a book because not because I thought, Hey, this book is going to be popular. I'm going to be the next J.R. Tolkien or George R. Martin. no, I wrote the book because since I've had the idea of telling stories, I've always wanted to hold the book I've written in my hands and I've done that. And so now it's like, we're moving on, we're moving on to that next big dream. And so ultimately like, you know, we just, you got to keep doing what you love doing. And if, if anything, I can only say like the podcast has only been positive for me, for you for the people that listen to it, you know, it seems like we have this kind of like tight group of people, this tight group of friends. And if that's all it ever is, then it's like, you know what? That's great. Like, that's amazing. Cause we would never have had that otherwise, you know, we, Definitely. and so like, that's how I tend to look at things most of the time. And like you said, yeah, not to get caught in that negative loop. Like I just was, you know, 10 minutes ago, just talking and being like, well, why this? Why that? You know, like, why can't I do it? Like, why am I not successful? And I think you kind of hit on something that I realized, Jack, is it's not so much about success. It's more about you just want to share the things that you love and you want to have other people who are excited and you want to have, you know, just like this small group of friends who can like hang out, who can talk. I mean, we just were on discord messaging back and forth about old videos we did with Michael. And, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, that's what it's about. You know, it's not about making this into the next new big thing. You know, the new thing that everyone listens to, would that be awesome and amazing? Of course it would be, but we got to appreciate what it is. Now we got to put the work into it now and we got to keep our lives going because our lives aren't just stopping because of this. And so, you know, Jack, I think uh, I think I'll end it there as far as this conversation goes. But if you have anything you want to add before I kind of wrap us up, go ahead. This, this no, I mean, time, I think man. I think you're good, and I think I think I'm good as well, man. Uh, All right. I, I I just want to pass it off to the, the listeners. I know we kind of rambled and uh, kind of went off about a few things, but you know, it's it's not even that. Like I'm. Just like oh, like upset or anything because like I'm past like I'm I'm an adult I'm not like oh man now my day's ruined I just I I just like talking about this because I feel like you don't hear a lot of talked about about mm. 
either the negative or the bad. And like, you don't have to talk about the negative or the bad and then be like, oh, well, now that's my mood. It's like, no, it's just, you're just yeah. talking about how it is because everyone at some point has felt about that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I've been at my job for three years, but this guy gets hired for this position because he's, you know, right. quote unquote, more qualified. Like I have this guy who I work with, he's been in the company for 11 years, all right, in different areas of the company, moving all around, and he's applying for a warehouse supervisor. But if someone comes in, they're because they're trying to change it to where you don't have to have a degree. But he's been going to school and working, you know, for a while to get a degree. But someone with a degree could swoop in, apply for the job, and get it like that. And I'm like, but with no experience in the warehouse or whatever, you know what I mean? And so it's mm-hmm. like, and that's like a real world thing that's not like oh my video didn't go viral but this one did right so like right you know i think everyone has these experiences and these feelings that are completely valid and so i don't want anyone to just be like oh like it was you know you talk about sad things and i don't like that it's like well no we're just being real i think being real yeah. is very important so yeah no jack i mean i i thank you for saying that because yeah it's that's very much very much how I feel. And I think the best place to end it is, you know, passing it back to everyone who's listening out there now. You know, I know that I I know that our I listeners know. are I also know. creatives, you know, and starting their own businesses, their own, you know, their own companies, their own Isn't that you know, crazy? brands. And I would love to hear back from you guys about kind of how you feel about that whole situation and the positives and the negatives. But Jack, that's where we'll end it today. Okay. So everyone out there, listen to the Raconteur Collection. This episode was all about the golden age of YouTube, and I think everything that kind of comes along with it. You know, the good and the bad. Yeah, I think you know, we. I hope, don't know if we'll call this yeah. the golden age of YouTube, but <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> but uh, you know, everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support us, we're over there, Raconteur Collection at Patreon.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify if you want to kind of keep up to date when these episodes come out. Or if you just want to, you know, just say get notified whenever the episode comes out. Just get, hit that follow on Spotify and it'll give you a little notification that the new episode's out. And if that's all you want to do, hey, you know what? I love you just as much as I love the people who are always posting and always talking to us. Because you oh, know yeah. what? You're doing your part just like we all do our parts every single day. Our outro music and intro music was provided by Clumsy Titan. New one as we give Tyler a break in the tavern. But you know what? Maybe one of these days the tavern will come back. Or maybe not. Who knows? Life is always changing. But as we do, we're going to go ahead and leave you to the rest of your day. Our hangout time is over. We're done. We're packing in the camp. And uh, it's over. Probably still here. Probably still listening. We've been done. (laughs) Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.